0: Unboredom and sobriety BG July nineteenth, twenty twenty two. Meep Mistress Me wouldn't let me smoke any weed today. Outrageous! I had a ridiculously wholesome day. Boring. I hiked up the mountain, otherwise known as Montreal. From my apartment downtown, I can reach the woods within about fifteen minutes. It's kind of magical. Double that, and you'll find me at Beaver Lake, hiding in the shade, doing whatever it is I do when I've been forbidden to smoke weed. That would be reading the news and meditating. The news was so awful that I really needed the meditating. The breeze at Beaver Lake made me wish I'd brought a warmer top. That was also kind of magical, because down below the city streets of Dr. Penfield Avenue— what kind of a street name is that? Maisonneuve and Sherbrooke, glistened, sweaty in the humid July air— The reason for my enforced sobriety is that I can no longer get high when I light up. It's very aggravating, but I keep trying anyway. All that happens is my lungs get angry while my mind stays frustratingly normal. So that's why this morning I decided to go a day without. Not so I could stop entirely, just to kickstart my tolerance back down to a reasonable level for the next time I light up. Boring. I expressed my boredom to Mistress Me, and she was not sympathetic. Perhaps you should go another 24 hours without it, until you remember that you can actually function sans drugs. I did not like that suggestion. No, I did not. I guess the good news arising from this ridiculous situation is that I'm getting decently good at doming myself, which I reluctantly admit to being a good thing, since Mommy has a life and can't be around all the time. Mommy also currently has COVID. She is the most mask-wearingest, vaccine-gettingest, carefulest of one of them all, and now she has fallen like the rest of us. She says she can picture the evil corona crown penises penetrating all of her cells. We talked earlier, and she sounded okay, so I mostly felt sorry for myself. No mommy for me, two weeks in a row. I said goodbye to the new boy. I felt too awkward to ever give us a chance. I thanked him for being so nice and told him the truth. I'm in recovery from having boundaries broken, and I'm in the process of learning how to take care of myself, and I've realized I shouldn't be dating right now. Not off of a nap, anyway. Dating has always been like this for me, even before the terrible terribles. I remember being 16 and going on a date with Paolo from the high school. He was nice enough, but I was so worried that he might try to kiss me that I remained frozen for most of our rendezvous. Mind you, whenever I wanted the boys to kiss me, they never did. I'm pretty sure Paolo said something cutting about the money he had spent on dinner and theater tickets in response to my reticence for the goodnight kiss. I've blocked out the details, but I think I remember that. When I told Mommy about how he'd been upset about the money he'd spent on me, she said the whole concept was insulting. If they really want to buy our affections, dinner's just the start. After that, they need to pay us a fee to sleep with us if that's the whole point. I'm worth more than just dinner, she scoffed. I wish I could go back and tell that to my 16-year-old self. Anyway, the point is that when I date, in any kind of formal this-is-a-date kind of a way, any mystery just vanishes. No secret thrill, no crush, no wondering if he might like me too. No goosebumps, no spark. Formal dating feels transactional, like a race to the finish line. Make up your mind before he does, so you'll know what to do if he tries to touch you. I thought it would be different, now that twenty years have passed and I know myself a bit better. I thought that now dating could be fun. But instead, I have all my old neuroses, plus a ton of other baggage. So I apologized to new boy, and then, with a sense of sheer relief, deleted the dating apps from my phone. Except, now how the heck am I going to meet anyone in this terrifying city? Love, BG.